is going to win the NBA championship this year? And who's going to win finals MVP? Los Angeles Lakers, Anthony Davis, finals MVP. Celtics, J Jason Tatum, finals MVP. Warriors, Curry, finals MVP. Bucks, and Giannis for the MVP. Kings, Fox, finals MVP. Sixers, Embiid, finals MVP. And I think the Clippers, with Kawhi Leonard as the finals MVP. But I guess we won't really know until the real deal actually happens. Until then, the best thing we can do is break down every single team's chances at winning the title. My name is Yash Parikh, and I'm your host for the NBA's Big 30. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the NBA's Big 30. I'm your host, Yash Parikh, and I hope you're having a great day today. We're officially in the playoffs, and might I say it, we're quite deep in, too. Today's episode is going to start off by covering a little bit of the play-in tournament. Then we're going to talk about game one of all of the current playoff series. And finally, we're going to go over some quick news that's going around the league right now. So to start off with, let's talk about the play-in tournament. On the Western Conference side, I already made a recap for that earlier, but pretty much the Lakers beat the Timberwolves and the Pelicans beat the Thunder. And then after that, the Timberwolves went on to beat the Pelicans. I think that this was quite expected. Nothing crazy here. And then, on the other side of things, in the Eastern Conference, in the first game, we had the Miami Heat versus the Hawks. The Heat lost. And in the 9-10 matchup, we had the Raptors versus the Bulls. Surprisingly, the Bulls, the 10th seed, won. And the reason was quite funny, actually. The Raptors missed 18 free throws, and apparently this was all due to DeMar DeRozan's daughter screaming at the Raptors while they were shooting free throws. Well, after the game, she was receiving online threats, so I guess Raptors fans weren't taking that too well. And then after that, the Bulls went against the Heat, and the Heat won, making the playoffs against the Bucks in the first round. That was the playing tournament. Now, let's have a look at the playoffs so far. So let's start off with the Sixers-Nets series. In the first game, the Sixers, they won by 20. It had its close moments, there were two ties throughout the game, but the Sixers just stomped out the Nets in the end, winning 121 to 101. Michael Bridges had 30 points for the Nets, however, and he is looking like quite a star ever since being traded to Brooklyn. The Sixers did have a nice balanced effort, with Embiid having 26 points and Harden having 23 points and 13 assists. One important thing to note is that the Nets were doubling Embiid the whole night. And thus, the Sixers shot really well from range because Embiid just threw out passes to people along the three-point line when he was being doubled. Also, something funny that's going on is Paul Reed's handles. Paul Reed is not known to be much of a backup center. He's just there for the Sixers. However, he had a crazy move in which he dribbled between his own legs, but not a normal crossover. He dribbled behind in between his own legs to get the score. Next up, let's talk about the Celtics versus the Hawks. No surprise here, the Celtics blew the Hawks out in the first half, with the second quarter winning 45-25. However, the Hawks did go on a 25-9 run, but they were stifled by the Celtics toward the end. Jalen Brown had 29 points in this victory. Next up, let's talk about the Knicks and Cavs. This was the first upset, although it wasn't really that much as it was the 4-5 matchup. 
The Knicks won by four in a 101-97 thriller. Jalen Brunson had 27 points, but Donovan Mitchell on the losing side had 38 points. This was an important road victory for the Knicks because of the fact that winning games on the road is a lot harder than winning games at home, and the Knicks should not have much trouble winning games at Madison Square Garden, their home arena. Next up, let's talk about the Kings vs. Warriors series. In this one, in the first game, the Kings won 126-123 to because Stephen Curry missed, yes, Curry missed, at the buzzer. De'Aaron Fox had 38 points, and Malik Monk had 32 points. And on the losing side of things, Stephen Curry had 30 points. This was the Kings' first playoff win in 17 years, and if you haven't heard it yet, the Light the Beam chant was going strong, as the Kings lit the beam, specifically De'Aaron Fox, after the victory. And on other notes, in this game, Andrew Wiggins had his first game back from his personal matter, his father was dealing with a severe illness and he was staying by his father's side for quite some time. Wiggins recently came back and started working out with the team and in this game, coming off the bench, he had 17 points and 4 blocks. Now, let's talk about the Heat vs Bucks series. Well guess what, the Heat, they won. This was the first major upset and the Heat won 130-117. to A lot of people were expecting a sweep in the series. Jimmy Butler had 35 points and 11 assists, but guess what, Giannis, he injured his back and he may not be back for game 2 or game 3, we don't know yet, but it looked like a pretty bad injury. This could be really bad for the Bucks, cause Giannis is the catalyst of their offense and defense. And guess what, Brooke Lopez did not win defensive player of the year. Also, on the Miami side of things, Tyler Hero broke his hand, which is obviously a lot more severe injury than Giannis's back, but he is not as significant as Giannis's. Now, let's talk about the Lakers-Grizzlies Game 1. This was another upset, with the Lakers winning 128-112. to John Morant injured his hand pretty early on, and it looked bad. And he may not be coming back for Game 2, but his MRI and X-ray are looking clean. Anthony Davis hurt his arm midway through the second quarter, but he did come back and had a dominating game with 7 blocks along with 22 points and 12 rebounds. But the surprise of the game may have been two people, well one of them wasn't so much of a surprise, but the first one, Rory Hachimura had 29 points from role player to superstar in his playoff debut for the Lakers. That was crazy. And also, Austin Reeves had 23 points. There was a one really cool moment in the game where Austin Reeves was just screaming, I'm him, after hitting a bunch of threes. The next game I want to talk about is the Nuggets-Wolves game. Well, there's nothing much to say here. The Nuggets won a blowout 109-80. The Wolves did not play good defense, did not play good offense, and the Nuggets just stomped them. Personally, I think that the Nuggets are taking this one in five. And the final one, another surprise, but not really for me as a Clippers fan. The Clippers won against the Suns 115 to 110. Kawhi Leonard had 38 points, and almost everybody on the Clippers was shooting well except for Russell Westbrook, but we'll talk about him in a second. Kevin Durant almost had a triple double, and now let's go back to Russ. Russ was clutch. He had an offensive rebound after Eric Gordon missed a three pointer to pass it out to Kawhi for a three pointer to put the Clippers up by three. And he also had an amazing block on Devin Booker at the end of the game with 18 seconds left in the Suns down 5. Devin Booker drove in for a layup, but he was blocked by Russell Westbrook in his left hand. 
And on top of that, the ball was going to go up, but Russell Westbrook jumped out and threw it off of Devin Booker. He showed quite good presence of mind to take out Booker. So before we move on to our next segment, I want to recap all of these little segments and the game ones of every single series and talk about my predictions for each one. So at the time of this recording, the Sixers are currently up 2-0 on the Nets. And I think that the Sixers are going to win this one in five because I think that the Nets are going to take one. Next up, the Celtics first talk series. I don't see a question in this. I think that the Celtics are going to win in four. Now, let's look at the Knicks and Cavs series. Well, originally, I was thinking Cavs in seven, but this is looking a little bit iffy. The Knicks did win game one, and even though it was only by four points, Julius Randle was just returning from injury. He, he wasn't even showing his full form yet. So, I'm not quite sure, and I'm actually going to change my prediction to Knicks in seven. Next up, Kings-Warriors. Again, another surprising thing for me too. I thought that the Warriors were going to win this one and maybe win the next four. And now, I'm not so sure. It seems like the Kings actually have good leverage in this series. And I think that the Kings have a good chance. So I'm going to call it Kings in seven. For the next one, Heat and Bucks. Well, this is another complicated one for me because Giannis, I'm not sure how long he's going to be out for. And the Heat, well, Jimmy Butler is looking like prime Jimmy Butler. But... I still think that the Bucks are going to win, but instead of in four or five, I think the Bucks are going to win in six. The Lakers Grizzlies series. John Moran is almost the entire Lakers team, Grizzlies team right now, but they do have Jaron Jackson Jr., who did just win Defensive Player of the Year, the first award announced of the many that are to come. I do think that the Lakers are going to take this in seven. Next up, the Nuggets Wolves. I'm calling it Nuggets in four. Nothing else to say about this. In the Clippers Suns series, I'm not so sure which way to go about this. I originally called Clippers in seven, and I still want to say that, but now I'm thinking about Clippers in six because the Clippers won this game on the road, which means that they have quite an advantage in this scenario because they'll have their two home games as well. I'm calling it Clippers in six. Let's have a conversation about the 2023 Kia NBA Defensive Player of the Year, Jaron Jackson Jr., aka Triple J. The Memphis big man led the league in blocks at 3.0 per game, a perfect number, and he edged out Milwaukee's Brooke Lopez and Cleveland's Evan Mobley for the honor of winning this award. Nobody blocked more shots, nobody had better defensive numbers at the rim this season, other than Jaron Jackson Jr. and the voters, they seem to be able to tell. He was announced as the winner on Monday night, the night of this recording, as the winner of the Akeem Olajuwon Trophy as the Defensive Player of the Year trophy has been recently named. He just become the second player to win the award in the Grizzlies team and he joins Marc Gasol in that club after the Spaniard did it a decade ago. Other things about Jaron, or rather other things about this voting system. Jaron got 56 first place votes and 391 voting points to finish ahead of the runner-up Brooke Lopez who got 31 first place votes and 309 po- points. Evan Mobley in just his second NBA season was third with 8 first place votes and 101 points. Jaron is really good in helping with the team defense as coach Taylor Jenkins said. Jaron also had the best percentage at the rim of defense he only allowed 46.9 percent of shots at the rim and he was the best there 
with among those with at least 300 shots defended there. And another thing that helped Jaren win this award is that Memphis was the two seed in the Western Conference playoffs. Also, at the beginning of the year, Jaren missed his first 15 games with the right foot surgery. The Memphis Grizzlies sucked at defense at that time. And then when Jaren came back, things turned a corner and everything went uphill for the Grizzlies. Next up, let's talk about Josh Hart. Josh Hart dominated in Game 1 of the NBA playoffs for the Cleveland Cavaliers New York Knicks series. However, he may have injured his ankle and he could be doubtful for Game 2. Now, let's talk about the NBA draft. So, obviously the draft lottery has not happened yet, but there were some tiebreakers going on. The first tiebreaker was between the Houston Rockets and the San Antonio Spurs, both with a record of 22-60. and 60. Yes, I know, that's a bad record. The Rockets did win this tiebreaker and now have a potentially higher chance of winning a second pick. Or even the first pick. The Indiana Pacers, who were 35-47, and 47, won the tiebreaker with the Washington Wizards. The Chicago Bulls won a tiebreaker with the Oklahoma City Thunder, with a record of 40-42. and 42. The Phoenix Suns, who were 45-37, and 37, won a tiebreaker with the Brooklyn Nets. And the Memphis Grizzlies, who were 51-31, and 31, won a tiebreaker with the Cleveland Cavaliers. So let's talk about this draft order. Now, we don't exactly know what the first 14 lottery picks are going to be because the lottery has not happened yet. But the remaining picks go as follows. Number 15, Atlanta. 16, Minnesota, which will go to Utah as part of the Rudy Gobert trade. 17, Lakers. 18, Miami. 19, Golden State. 20, Los Angeles Clippers going to Houston. 21, Phoenix to Brooklyn. 22, Brooklyn. 23, New York to Portland. 24, Sacramento. 25, Memphis. 26, Cleveland to Indiana. 27, Denver to Charlotte going through New York and Oklahoma City, but ending up in Charlotte. 28, Philadelphia to Utah through Brooklyn. 29, Boston to Indiana. And 30, Milwaukee to the Clippers via Houston. So, other things we have to look at here is injuries. As I talked about earlier, there have been quite a few injuries to dim the start of the postseason. To start off with, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis, he injured his lower back and it's bruised pretty bad. We're not sure what's going to happen now. And then also, John Morant also had an injury and it looked also really bad and it happened to his right hand. And the same thing with Tyler Hero, except his injury was even worse because of the fact that he broke his right wrist. And then finally, Anthony Davis had another injury in the game against the Grizzlies, and he scared his fans because he grabbed his right shoulder and said he couldn't move his arm. Luckily, he came back in the game and returned to help the Lakers take the win. Well, those are the main league news right now, and I think that's all we need to cover for now. And I'll see you guys next time on the NBA's Big 30.